Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode 79, and you can find show notes at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 79. Before I jump into today's episode, I want to share a realization that I had, and maybe you realize it too, but last year, so about mid-2019, I shared with you guys this big decision to split Pimp Your Brilliance apart from Keep Chasing Your Stars and having two separate brands and one that was like podcast and online business education focus and then the other one being my e-commerce store where I sell my planners and things like that. And I've stuck with that. However, I realized I did not make good on one thing that I said when I made this decision and this transition into two separate businesses, which was to focus more on products for Pimp Your Brilliance and really sharing my insights and teaching other people how I've created digital products over the years and even at some point physical products. And I haven't quite done that. And part of that was because having an already established show, I had a format and things that I was already doing. And there was a part of me that felt reluctant to change that. And honestly, it was just scary to a certain degree to niche myself down to digital products and things of that nature. And I've tried to make this change in like small, subtle ways on my website, but I haven't gone all in. And so let this be the mark of me going all in because I just realized I I, I love products. I mean, I've sold products my entire existence online from starting out with a little Etsy shop and then selling things at craft fairs and then moving more into the digital space where I have had courses and ebooks and things of that nature. And products is just a thing that I do and it's a thing that I do well. And as I explore more of this product idea, I just realized there's so much that I can share. Even thinking back to when I first made this announcement, I made a whole mind map about digital product related stuff and like all the things I could teach. And I found that over the weekend and I just thought to myself, ooh, this is going unused. There are so many great topics that I could cover here. So today I want to share, I want to kind of ease our way into this digital products, but just know in the coming episodes, you'll hear more and more about digital products. And I plan to have more interviews coming up soon and there will be a focus on digital product sellers and even physical product sellers in some instances. But this is like my foray into welcoming you guys into the digital product world, because I really think that if you are a creative online, you're a content creator, you should have some type of digital product in your arsenal of revenue streams and things of that nature, because one, they're really easy to create. Two, people love them. And three, they sell. So to get us started, let's talk about what a digital product is, because maybe you're thinking, ooh, I want to get into that but I'm not quite sure what that is. When I talk about digital products, I'm talking about a product that is sold online and it doesn't have a physical form. So they're not getting shipped. They're not arriving in your mailboxes. 
This is a transaction that's happening purely in the digital space, whether it's on your computer, your tablet, or your phone. And digital product sales continue to gain popularity amongst creative entrepreneurs because there's just a lower barrier to entry and they're a lot easier to produce than physical products, which is why I think it would be easier for me to teach people how to do things digital product related. Physical products, there's a lot of issues that we have to worry about, like one, the cost and manufacturing and design and there's storage. There's so many different things that go into physical products, but none of those things are actually issues when it comes to selling digital products. So maybe I've sold you on this digital product thing, or maybe you're thinking, why should I even think about or consider selling digital products? But the reality is information sells. Everyone is looking for ways to save time They're looking for ways to save money. They want to cut corners, but still get the best results. And you can deliver that with digital products. And if that's not convincing enough, a few other reasons or things to think about when it comes to selling digital products or if you should sell digital products, they're easy to distribute and they require very little overhead costs. So as I mentioned, with physical products, you have inventory. It needs to be packed. It needs to be shipped. It needs to be managed. That's not the case with digital products. They're a great source of passive income. So you create it once and then you can sell it infinitely. You can sell it to as many people as will buy it, basically. It's a great way to diversify your revenue streams. So this is the millennial version of not putting all of your eggs in the same handbasket. So if you want to change up your revenue streams or have other ones in play, a digital product is a great way to do that. And then finally, there are very few startup costs that are involved with digital products. So the risk is very low. And in the beginning, I mean, you can keep it pretty low tech and you're only really losing time if it doesn't work out. So I think as a blogger, podcaster, YouTuber, content creator, digital products is one of the best ways that you can generate income online, especially if you are new and you're just trying to get your footing. Because there's something that you're expert in, and I'm pretty sure you could package it up and sell it. And here are just a few different ways that I think that you can create and sell a digital product online. So I'm going to share nine things. These are not the only nine things. What I was looking at when I was coming up in this list was, one, things that are easy. They're easy to sell. They're easy to create. Things that I have noticed have grown popular over the last one to two years. And even me trying to take a couple guesses at what I think is going to do well in the future, in particular this year, in 2020, what I think will do well digital product-wise. So here are my top nine picks for the best digital products to sell in 2020. My first one is eBooks. And of course, eBooks are on the list because they've been around for a long time and they are not going anywhere. They are one of the most popular digital products. And experts expect them to eventually outsell physical books. So thanks to things like Amazon's Kindle and all of like Apple books and things like that, digital digital books are popular. Ebooks are popular. And one of the reasons why they're really popular amongst creative entrepreneurs is because they're really simple to create. They mainly just require text, possibly a few pictures, and a computer. And you can create an ebook and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It could literally be 
a document you word processing like Microsoft Word or Apple Pages and turned into a PDF file and uploaded it to like a place like Send Owl or something of that nature that allows you to sell ebooks really quickly. So if you are starting out, you have some expertise, but you're feeling shaky, ebooks are a great way for you to dip your toe into digital product creation without a lot of upfront cost. So that's something to think about. And if you want it to even be fancier than just a PDF file, you could even create a virtual book on Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing and have it sold on like in Kindle books. So ebooks, it's a great place to start. Number two, and this is one of my guesses and things that I've seen become popular over the last handful of years, digital planners and stickers. The popularity of planners has spilled over into our virtual realm. And with that has come the rise of digital planners. Digital planners are growing popular because of things like the iPad, like the iPad Pro, and then styluses like the Apple Pencil have really, really given digital planners a boost. Because if you go and like look on YouTube, there's so many different tutorials for how I use GoodNotes with my digital planner and my Apple Pencil and how to even get started digital planning. Like there's a whole community And honestly, I probably should have seen this like two years ago because somebody told me and asked me would I make a digital version of the Visionary Journal. And at the time, I was just like, I don't even know what that is, but it's a thing. Trust me. So if you are someone who has an eye for design, you may want to give digital planning a try and really think about designing some digital planners because they function very similar to physical planners. So they include a cover design. There's weekly layouts and spreads. And the really fancy ones have clickable monthly tabs. So you click on the tab for January and it takes you to the January pages or October and it takes you to the October pages. So they're kind of fancy. So if you can design, you have design skill, definitely look into digital planners and stickers as well. I didn't say as much as about stickers, but same concept. If you can design PNG clip art, you can make a sticker and they can be sold with your digital planners or as add-ons. Number three is templates. Most people are looking for ways to save time and that's where templates come into play. So you can create templates and sell them for a variety of things. They work in many different niches and a few examples of templates that you can create. IG photo templates, like the templates for story images that look stylized or branded. Those are very popular resumes. So to make Uh, templates for resumes to make them look nicer, more appealing to the eye, media kits for content creators. So people who need to send off kits to brands or for sponsorships and stuff like that, media kits. Workbooks are popular templates and then even their logo templates. And if you don't want to sell these types of things on your own website, so if you didn't want to have a template shop on your website, they do very well on Marketplace sites like Creative Market or Envato. There's also the Hungry JPEG. These are all places where you can sell your templates. So again, if you have graphic design skills or you created a template, you get a lot of compliments on it. It looks really nice. Package it up and sell it on a marketplace and just let that be an income stream that comes in. Number four is swipe files. 
So you might not be familiar with this, but a swipe file is a document that contains tested and proven assets for achieving a particular goal. So for example, I have seen swipe files for email sales funnels because people don't want to write them. So people sell their 100K launch swipe files. Your swipe files are really great if you have an area of expertise. So you have like a track record, you've gotten proven results from this thing. You can package those secrets up in a swipe file and sell them. And they aren't just for the business niche. They work in a variety of different niches as well. So you can have swipe files for email templates. Let's just say you were doing your niche's busy moms. You can have a swipe file for activities to entertain your kids on long road trips or all kinds of stuff. Like the sky is the limit there. Number five, courses. And of course, you knew courses were going to be on the list. And this is one that I think everybody automatically defaults to when they think about digital products. All digital products don't have to be courses, first of all, but courses are a great information-based digital product. They're very popular and most big marketers sell some type of course. One thing I want to note, though, is many people believe that you need to sell a big signature course to make money with courses. And I don't believe that's true. I've seen a lot of success selling smaller courses that deliver a very specific result. So like courses that people can consume in two, maybe four hours. And I actually think this is a smarter strategy because the majority of course buyers don't finish them. And I feel like that is the dirty little secret of online courses is so many people spend so much money, hundreds and thousands of dollars and put that into courses And they don't finish them. So therefore, they never see results. And that's not great. So I think making the courses smaller, more approachable, very specific to getting one result. For example, I took a course about using Tailwind Smart Loop. So this was a very Pinterest specific course. But Tailwind is a software that helps you auto pin pins on Pinterest. And then Smart Loop actually loops the same pins over and over again on a certain interval. And so I took a course just how to learn how to use that and maximize that as a part of my Pinterest strategy. So that's what I mean about courses that have very, very specific results, things like that. Instead of trying to take a course that covered all of Pinterest, all of how to pin, the course was just focused on like this one tool and this one part of the tool. Number six, Printables. And printables are another thing that's become really popular over the last couple of years, especially amongst crafters and people who want to be more organized. There are so many free and low cost tools to help you design printables. So I think printables are a great approachable way to start get started in digital product creation. And you can create printables for all types of things. Printable planners, You can make games. So I've seen bachelorette party games. I've seen baby shower games, chore charts for kids, budget binders. The possibilities really are endless and they do really well on Etsy because Etsy lets you do digital delivery. So if you don't want to have an online store full of printables and you just want to have this as a side income stream, you can try selling your printables on Etsy. There's so many printables there already. So if you just Google Etsy and printables, you'll see a bunch of different options, but that should give you an idea of what types of things people are buying and selling when it comes to printables. 
Number seven, and this is kind of goes in the same vein as like crafty circles and handmade um, people who are into the handmade life and handmade products, but patterns. Digital patterns are on the rise. People are always looking for a fresh take on the things that they make. So if you sell handmade items, you could try selling the patterns as a passive income stream while allowing your customer to make the item themselves. So that kind of cuts down on the amount of time you have to spend creating the product. Or if you didn't want to do that, you could just flat out sell patterns. There's patterns for all types of things. And I know like crochet designs, cross-stitch knitting. There's an entire marketplace for doll clothing patterns. So, I mean, again, this is another one of those things where you're really only limited by your imagination. Anything that you can make into a pattern probably could be sold on one of these marketplaces or even on your own site if you wanted to make an entire pattern store for something specific. Number eight, stock photos. So the perfect photo for your blog or your podcast can be really hard to find. And that's what's driving the demand for premium, high quality stock photography. So if you're a photographer or if you have a camera and you have a good eye, You may want to try your hand selling photos at some of the stock photography sites like Stocksy, Fotalia, or even Create Her Stock. Another way to sell photos is you can sell them through your own website. So if you have like fine art photos, you can sell those on your website. Or if you just wanted to do like sell one-off photos for specific things, or even I've seen people create their own subscriptions where they're selling bundles of stock photos and different themes every single month. But either way, you want to do it. The drive for better content, as that continues, it's going to continue to drive the demand and need for amazing photos. So listen, if you got some bright, colorful stock photos that are kind of quirky and cute, hit me up because I don't see enough of that on stock photo sites. And those are the kind of things that I want. But um, if you have a particular, you know, point of view or, or eye when it comes to photography, definitely think about selling your stock photos. And then number nine, my last one is memberships. Memberships are on the rise, especially as we get more accustomed to being in subscription-based models. Due to the popularity of Netflix and other streaming services, we're just in this space where we are so accustomed now to paying for memberships or like subscribing to things and just paying ongoing, ongoing. And I think that coupled with just the need for more connection with like-minded people is fueling the demand for memberships. And memberships, they provide exclusive access to content, resources, or members-only areas on your website for a monthly fee. Memberships work for a variety of niches, so business, fitness, parenting, weight loss. There's so many different things that you can do with memberships but they're an excellent source of recurring revenue. So if recurring revenue is high on your list of things that you want to generate, memberships are great for that. However, memberships are probably not the easiest place to start if you're interested in monetizing with digital products. It's not beginner friendly and I would not suggest a membership site for your very first product. So if you're more established and you have an audience, that may be something that you want to look into. And memberships can be really low tech. So they can just be a private Facebook group with a set amount of monthly calls, or they can be pretty involved with an entire website and forum and content coming out at certain intervals every single month. It's really up to you. 
Again, this is one of those things where a lot of niches could benefit from memberships, and they do. As you can see, there's really no shortage of ideas that could be turned into a digital product. And like I said, I just shared nine, but there are so many more than nine. There's lots of other ways that you can do it, but I just wanted to share the ones that I think you're going to see the most and be most prevalent this year. So I would love to know, have you created a digital product or what products you're planning on creating in the future? I would love to have you chime in and share some of your insights or some of your plans. And you can do that by sending me a message or tagging me on Instagram. I'm at Pimp Your Brilliance. You can always DM me. I love talking about products. But yeah, I just wanted to share those insights with you and hopefully encourage some of you to go out there and build some digital products and and put that into your income streams as ways to make money because they can totally be profitable. It's a really great way to add income without a lot of additional work, which I think more of us want to do anyway. So if you like this episode, I would love if you went to Apple and gave it a review. And if you have questions, you can always hit me up at Pimp Your Brilliance on Instagram, ask them there, or you can send me emails, hello at pimpyourbrilliance.com. But that is it for this episode. And until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance.